Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. and gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight as it is the bk takeover part 72 <laughs> bk brian kelly doing good things on the field in the film room with the team and some good things in recruiting we will talk about that what brian kelly is doing on and off the field We'll talk a little bit of recruiting, the culture, and the change, and how it is greatly impacting uh, the team. Uh, a lot of people freaking out about one player going into the portal. You should expect it. Surprised that it hasn't happened before today. Uh, but Brian holding, uh, uh, Coach Kelly rather, holding people accountable for their actions, is that has been the biggest word. Uh, that we continuously hear. We'll talk all things LSU football off the top. We'll do an offensive deep dive tonight. We've talked a lot about Mike Denbrock. I've been working hard to talk about what L- what we're going to see from LSU. Um, a lot of the things will be a little repetitive in the beginning, but as we get more into the deep dive, I'll tell you more about what what to expect, not only this spring, but more that we will see this fall from LSU's offense. We will do LSU defense uh, and Matt House this week as well. Uh, hashtag Rafino's rants. A lot of people freaking out in reference to guys like Brandon Murray, Xavier Pinson, Sharif O'Neal, who announced today that he is going into the transfer portal. Um, he didn't formally announce it, but he deleted it, but he's still in the transfer portal. So we will talk about uh, give Matt McMahon a little a little time here. And maybe a little bit of Rufino's rants about everybody stop DMing me and, and retweeting, all oh, these kids, man, I tell you what, they don't want to compete. Sharif O'Neal doesn't want to compete. His daddy would never. His daddy left Orlando to go to the Lakers. So don't ever say ever. 
And it's not Sharif's, Sharif O'Neal's fault for Will Wade's incompetence. We'll touch on that as well. Uh, Saints need to make a move. Traquan Smith is not going to get it done. Uh, I might tee off on the Saints here tonight. Uh, as I, I, I've let the New Orleans Saints do what they think that they need to do. Um, but they it seems to me that their plan has backfired and they need to be called out about it. Not a lot of people calling out the Saints. We're gonna we're going to call them out. And at the end, we'll get into conspiracy in sports. It's so, it's something fun that um, somehow, some way, um, manifested itself on the show. So we'll pick that up on Mondays. Conspiracy in sports. Um, mine, I don't really feel as a conspiracy, but that's what makes conspiracy theories conspiracy theories, right? So sports conspiracy theories at the end of the show, and we will get we'll do that. All right, Zach Lee is in the building. Our producer, not literally in the building. He's in his building. I'm in my building. Maybe one day when the studio gets built and he makes a lot more money, not for me. He's gonna have to go get a big boy job. Zach, go ahead and be an attorney or or invent a rocket like your name's Elon Musk. Uh, uh, do something per, uh, you know good with your life, but just give me all your monies. I mean, bro, I mean, come on, bro. Like, don't be stingy. Would Jesus give me his money? Yes, Zach. That's all you need to know. All right. Let's get to comments before uh, we get started. Uh, Nurse Court says, Blake always makes me feel better about my random tweets to him uh, in our group chat. Uh, That's not you. I'm not talking about you. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, Traquan. Yeah. Traquan uh, is coming back to the Saints. Two-year deal. Crying Belly, who, uh, if you have not been in Twitter spaces, has, uh, <laughs> I don't even know the verbiage to put to Crying Belly on uh, some of the things that he says, but I, he says, I don't believe a single kid for, I don't blame a single kid for wanting to go in the portal. Uh, I'm a little there with you, especially if it's LSU um, basketball. Uh, Chris Ingo says he's a linebacker that probably already saw the writing on the wall. He wasn't going to get much playing time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still stinks. You don't want players to leave, but hey, um, when you got players leaving Alabama and going to the portal, I mean, what makes you naive enough to think that LSU's not going to have some? Uh, Rob Boudreaux says, I saw TM7, Tyron Matthew was there today. Yeah, and we'll we'll touch on that out the break. Um, we'll touch about what's going on there. And some big things coming. Uh, Edward O says, Rafino start retweet RT this year. Um, he's not on campus. <laughs> See, if I say that, if I say that, some of you won't pick up what I'm putting down. Uh, I don't think, uh, let me say this. I feel that there's a, li- a really uh, uh, good feeling around Tyler Steen. Really, really good uh, uh, feeling. So we'll see. That is the Vanderbilt right tackle. Uh, Skipper Tally says, let's bring on DeBen. Don't, don't summon him. I mean, man, the three-year-old has gone wild. I, I can't contain him anymore. Can't contain him. Uh, Matt M, I'm, I'm assuming Ryan here is saying Matt M 
Got his first big commitment, big transfer. Yeah, and let's see if he can get guys like Justice Hill. We'll talk on that as well. We'll talk about that in the Rufino's rants. All right, let's get started. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your Facebook pages. Share if you're on Facebook. First off, everybody, if you haven't done so, go hit the like button and follow button on our Facebook page. We're so close to 10,000. I'm about to do a bigger giveaway. I'm about to do, like, if you go and rate and review on our Apple podcast and you like uh, our Facebook page, help us get to 10,000. Get us to 200 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'm willing to give 200 smackaroos if we get to 10,000 likes on Facebook. We only got 400. We only need 400, y'all. And 200 reviews on Apple Podcast. Two hundo. Go to Apple, rate, review, and subscribe. Go to our Facebook page if you haven't done so already. Hit the like button. Oh, I'll make it 500 if you give us to 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So let's do the trifecta here. 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. 10,000 followers on Facebook. 200 reviews on Apple. And one lucky listener will win $500. Is that a deal? 500 smackaroos. Zach, go to the Tigers Avenue podcast right now and put breaking. Blake Rafino of Are You Serious Sports announced tonight that he is willing to give $500. No, sir. Come here. What happened? What happened? Mama spanked me. Mama spanked you? Mm-hmm. Why did Mama spank you? Mama. <laughs> Why did Mama spank you? Mm-hmm. Mama. Were you being bad? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, did you deserve a spanking? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, go in there and be a good boy, okay? Mm-hmm. Love you. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Go in there and be a good boy. Shut the shut Daddy's door, okay? Mm-hmm. Love you. Sounds like Ben, that's my son, uh, just got his little rear end popped. <laughs> Looking forward to the new studio. I must say so myself. Because he can come in here. I can't lock the door, man. I can't lock the door. He just like he 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 just hits it in. He said hits it in. All right. Get back to it. To get back to it. Zach, go to Twitter. Put breaking. Blake Rafino of Are You Serious Sports? says that he is willing to give $500 if the if everyone can get us to 5,000 subscribers, 10,000 followers on Facebook, and 200 reviews on Apple Podcast. There we go. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. That's also not everywhere we're putting our money where our mouth is too. But you'll have to sit, you'll have to wait very soon for uh for that one. LSU will be fine. That's all I will say. Okay. So, everybody hit the like button, hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups if you're on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell for your chance to win $500. Go rate, uh, review, and subscribe if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform. So many of you listen to us daily on the Apple podcast platform. Go rate and review right now for your chance to win $500. All right, Zachy, let's pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at GM Barnold Sons. BetOnline.ag
With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino sent you on by. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit, just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Zachy, 200 reviews on Apple. 200 reviews on Apple. That is what we're going to do. Okay, let's get into it. We do have a lot to get into. We'll get to a lot of the comments. Fire in any questions, thoughts, concerns you have regarding LSU. We'll get to as many of them during the show as we can. I want to start off here. I want to start off here because, you know, and when I say this, a lot of people are going to hit me in the comments by saying, well, Blake, you know, Mac Markway, the tight end out of St. Louis, Missouri, that's a big deal. Yeah, good for Brian Kelly. He got a top 100 prospect in the country at a position of need, of desperate need, but he's not going to play for us this year. But anytime I talk positive about recruiting, well, Blake, we're, you know, we're sitting 30-something in recruiting. We're sitting 30-something. I can't, I, I can't, what do you mean Brian Kelly can recruit? What do you mean? If you missed it over the last couple of days, especially Saturday. Now, yesterday when we were on the show, I did not mention this, and I should have. If you missed it, a lot of Louisiana prospects are coming on campus, coming on campus and taking visits, whether it be official or unofficial visits on campus. When is the last time you saw a big recruit taking pictures with Brian Kelly while on campus? When do you remember a time where a kid can go and watch LSU play or practice and you know about it? The media might not like it, but I don't really give two Rudy Poos if the media doesn't like the recruiting exclusive rights to find out what's going on in recruiting. Brian Kelly doesn't care. But I did some digging. I made some phone calls. Talk to some recruits. Talk to some people. And sometimes in recruiting, I will I will admit, you got to be careful. You have to be careful when you're talking to recruits because they'll say, oh, this is the best, best visit I've ever had, yada, yada, yada. No, Brian Kelly can't recruit. You know, Brian Kelly's a really good recruiter, yada, yada, yada. Because it's still very early. 
and from talking to the parents, talking to everyone that is involved around LSU, there's a different vibe even more than Orgeron. Maybe Brian Kelly isn't a better recruiter than what Ed Orgeron was as an individual person. But from everyone that I've talked to, the staff, holistically, when it comes to Cortez Hankton, Frank Wilson, Brian Polian, Mike Denbrock, some of them have never seen an offensive coordinator recruit as heavily as Mike Denbrock has done. And the 10 to 12 guys that I've talked to. I think it's interesting to find out what LSU is truly about, and I think that we will in this recruiting process. Is Brian Kelly a bad recruiter, or does Brian Kelly, along with the LSU brand and the nameplate and the ch- and on his chest, it's saying LSU, how big of a deal does it really mean? It means a whole hell of a lot. Because it's not just me saying it now. And you could say, well, Blake, it is you saying it. You're on your show talking about it, whatever. And I understand that. I understand that. But now you have recruits going public with it. Now you have recruits, offensive linemen, that maybe you never really would have or did entertain when Ed Orgeron or Les Miles were here. Not only are you going to, you have a potential to not only lock the state down, but to go nationally and get top guys at big position needs. What did you think was going to happen, or what did you think after LSU was able to do what they did in the transfer portal to get a top six class? Did you think it just stopped there? But the funny thing in all of this is when, and this is to my point. Now, yesterday we talked about accountability. Mike Jones Jr., who? has come on the show and talked about accountability. Now, when Mike comes on the show and the only thing that he talks about is accountability, funny how the only media question while that practice Saturday is about accountability, right? Y'all find that funny? But they don't watch you, Blake. They, they, they don't know who you are. But Mike Jones comes on this show and he talks about accountability and that's all that they want to talk about Saturday when they have the players in specific access. Not only is Brian Kelly holding the players accountable, he's holding everyone in that building accountable. There's one central focus. I don't know how it's going to translate on the field right now. We're about to do this offensive deep dive. We'll talk about it. Talk about what I think. But as far as there ever being any more of a concern for Brian Kelly, for whatever it's worth, there really shouldn't be. So you might be asking yourself, well, Blake, what are you specifically talking about? I would tell you to read between the lines. Recruits coming on campus. Recruits being around players. Recruits being around the new Brian Kelly era. Not just talking to Brian, or not just talking to their position coach or Frank Wilson. Talking to Brian Kelly. Now, now, you have a situation where you have probably, in my generation, the second best. LSU Tiger of all time when it comes to football and Tyron Matthew in that building for an entire week. Tyron Matthew FaceTiming the number one safety in the country. Tyron Matthew doing a favor, probably, I would assume, for guys like Frank Wilson, who took a shot on him so many uh, years ago. 
guys that he's been around, like Matt House, to say, hey, Tyron, make your stamp, make your, make your stamp here. And Tyron went on today with Jordy Collada and talked about wanting to be a coach, if not a the head coach at LSU. Good for him. Tyron's playing his part. But Brian Kelly allowing that access and allowing him to come in and do that is humongous. Do you mean to tell me that if there's a number one safety in the country or even a safety in your own state that Alabama's going after hard, pause, you don't think a FaceTime from Tyron Matthew changes that game? What I guess my whole thing in all of this is, what did you fully expect? Now, I, w- I am going to temper my uh, uh, thoughts and beliefs on this. But I don't worry about Brian Kelly like I did at Ortron. Guys, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I just don't. I don't worry about this staff. One player going into the transfer portal, when you have 83 other guys not miss, missing a practice, whether whether they be injured or not, Kayshawn Booty showing up for every practice, taking mental reps because Brian Kelly is holding him accountable and demanding him to be there, that only makes your team better. It's a different era, man. It's a different era. So we will get into this offensive scheme and an offensive deep dive and some things that I've taken away um, some things that I am taking away. I just saw your, <laughs> uh, Zach, you're going to have to delete it and do it again. You got some misspellings in there. Uh, delete the comment and do it again. Uh, <laughs> there's some misspellings, not Blake Rafino. Wee wee. I don't know who Blake Rafino wee wee is, but regardless, do it. Let's do that again. And then we'll, 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 we'll run with it. But I'm interested to see what some of you guys think. Let's get to a couple comments, and then we'll get uh, to this offensive deep, deep dive. Um, Blaine Smith says, interested to see who starts at wide receiver. Well, right now, it's Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas, Jack Best, Jeray Jenkins. I mean, those are your four. Cole Taylor's in there. And, and look, my DMs and my my comments got blistered last uh, yesterday uh, on YouTube. I'm going to have to let Zach be the moderator on YouTube so he can respond to all the Rudy Poos who give us nothing but hate. Zach, would you love that? Um but, and again, I, I, I'm going to be pushing, you know, some people will believe I'll be pushing a narrative. But look, guys, pads are coming on soon. Let's see what Chris Hilton can do. Brian Kelly just raving about Chris Hilton. I'll tell you this, Brian Thomas looks bigger. He's put on some muscle. I'm telling you, man, the kid is A.J. Green in, in reincarnated. I don't know if he is, uh, from a from a college football perspective, I don't know if he's as fast as A.J. Green was, but, man, that kid is looks he, – he's lean, he's long, he's tall. Can it, his hands get a lot better? We'll, we'll see. Pads are coming on soon. When the popping starts and the hitting starts, let's see what happens. Oh, by the way, did you see when Traymond Shorts – or was it Cordell Thomas? I forget – Missed a block. He had to start running laps. 
And, and it's one thing if and, and the way that I or what I asked is like, damn, bro, you're gonna get these offensive linemen pretty skinny if they miss a block. Uh, from what I understand, it's not missing a block anymore. It's uh, like what I mean. It's not about missing the block. It's about missing the assignment. Meaning, if a guy just physically is better than you on one play, okay, it is what it is. But if you miss an assignment, your ass is running. Hey, man, take it back to 2008, Frankelton, Louisiana, baby. As my good, as my old Pee Wee coach and former or, or father to former number 18, Brandon Taylor, take that shit to the pile. Now, what I, he meant by that was is the field that we practiced on had a huge mounds of dirt. And we would play on, play on, uh, practice on this all-grass field, you, large mounds of dirt. And if we messed an assignment, you ran your ass to the pile and you ran back. Looking back on it, it was probably 50 yards, you know, there and back. Or probably 50 yards there and then 50 yards back. So, I mean, it wasn't really that bad. If you really think about it, but when I was a kid, I felt like I was, I, I told my mom one time, I said, like, mama, coach Taylor made me run seven miles today. She's like, dude, what now? It's like, yeah, seven miles ran to the pile seven times, seven miles. She's like, Blake, this is not seven miles. Your big ass would be dead. Uh, Kenny says tiger spanked that gator booty. Yeah. We'll get to the, 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 the spanking in Gainesville. Cause I got to tell you, I'm so I am so excited. Uh I am so excited uh that we beat Florida this weekend. Look, huge, huge weekend for the Tigers. If this team can stay hot and consistent, now they play tomorrow. I'm glad that they only have a day off and they get ready for Tuesday. I'm glad that they're not playing on a Wednesday. Then they turn right around and they play Auburn on Thursday. Auburn's a struggling baseball team. When you start getting hot. You know, what if LSU takes another two out of three? Hell, even sweeps Auburn this upcoming weekend. She! Oh, and by the way, that Texas A&M loss, or that Texas A&M loss, uh, series loss, doesn't look so bad now, does it? If you missed it, they beat the dog shit out of uh, uh, Auburn. I mean, just patty smacked them. Bad baby, bad baby. You got to put you LSU has the potential to start getting things rolling now. I thought the I thought the pin looked good. I thought Paul Gervais is the best guy out of the pin. There's a reason you don't see guys like Devin Fontenot as much anymore. Shout out to Devin Fontenot and Fontnasty. But Fontenot ain't Paul Gervais right now. He's the best guy coming out of the pin. Got to give a shout out to Dutton. Starting on Sunday and shutting things down. As Will Smith would say, we're lock loaded and hunt your ass down. Now, now, you probably thought I was going to say Will Smith smacking the crap out of Chris Rock. But I'm talking bad boys, too, when he's talking to your boy Reggie. Have my wife, have my daughter home. We can be locked loaded and hunting your ass down. Hey, man, all I got to say is Will Smith told you. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Bro, playground is where he spent most of his days. Chilling. Relaxing, some cool, shooting some b-ball outside the school. But look, man, he he he's been a fighter. One day, a couple of guys came up to his hood, started making trouble. He got one little fight. His mama got scared. Said, "Moving with John T. Uncle Okay, I can't go. I can't go all night with the Bel Air reference. But LSU surely smacked Florida. 
like their name was Mill Smith. By the way, I'm glad we did not hire Kevin O'Sullivan. I, it dry, he is not a he does not look like a baseball coach to me. Might be a great baseball coach. He's a national title winner, sure. But my man's it's 75, 80 degrees outside. He's wearing a long sleeve, long sleeve hoodie without any shirt on underneath. Like, bro, you're coaching baseball. We don't need to see your spray tan and your your tanning bed tan underneath your sweatshirt. Nobody on God's green planet wants to see that. I've never, I don't like Kevin O'Sullivan. Never liked Kevin O'Sullivan. All right. Uh, Craig Schilling says, I go out into the ball, uh, backyard to take a wee-wee. <laughs> yeah, Zach, we're not, my name's not Blake Rafino wee-wee. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Breaking. Uh, Rick says, Blake still breaking in Zach. It's okay. It's his rookie season. He's got a great future. You know, look. I, I, I mean, we're going to have to start calling him Henry Rollingarner. I mean, look, man, remember, it took Henry a good three games to get that first close, get that first save. Look, Zach, you better be throwing 100-mile-an-hour fastballs in here. That's another movie, Zach. Zach at the Tigers Avenue podcast. Their show will be following us uh, right after this, so go to the Tigers Avenue podcast, subscribe there, too. Uh, him and his brother Reagan will be on there. Uh, that's another – they did the, the top five sports movies of all time on their show this past Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. I forget the day, uh, but they did top five sports movies. Y'all didn't talk about rookie, uh, a rookie of the year. It's a oh, maybe y'all did football movies or whatever, but it's a crying damn shame, Zach. I mean, my man took the Cubs to a World Series. It's a damn shame. Uh, Everdo says Booty Bash Brian Triple B's the Triple B. I like that. I like I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I see a lot of people in here saying Ben came in here uh, dry snitching. <laughs> ben did come in here dry snitching. Hey, man. Uh, Thomas Robinson says, at Blake, do you think that there's another sleeper on the team like Jefferson on the team was that is flying under the radar? I think that that's a good question. So let's get into this offensive deep dive for a minute. And why I, I think that this person um, could be a sleeper. Um, let me tell you, and I don't know if he's going to have a breakout season. I don't think, I, I mean, I, I don't know. See, comparing somebody to Justin Jefferson, right? Like meaning you have a guy that's going to be work himself from a two-star recruit to a, a number one overall pick rookie of the year, uh, uh, first team rookie of the year, uh, uh, broke the receiving record in the NFL national champion. I don't know if one of those guys possesses that right now now we're gonna have to wait and see that um there's two guys i'm keeping my eye out very closely uh this offseason number one is cole taylor number two is chris hilton now let me go to chris hilton first um you can't teach elite speed brian kelly has not had receivers now, he's had some here and there that runs 4-4, but there's a difference in running a 4-4 and having four guys that can do it, or, or maybe not, probably four guys that can do it, versus 
versus having majority of your wide receiver room that runs a four five seven four four six. It's a big difference. Brian Kelly's going to want to get his speed guys the football. Guys, they're going they're going to spread attack. You know, Zach. What's funny to me is the more that we talked about Brian Kelly over the last two months is that oh my god. Brian Kelly's going to run two tight ends. Here comes Les Miles' tall dive. What made you ever think that? People are lazy when they say shit like that. They're lazy. So I, what you're seeing already from LSU, well, Blake, they're only throwing five-yard passes. The two passes Jane Daniels threw when media was available and you saw them were one was a two, was a four-yard pass. The other one was a deep out, a 15-yard out, which, by the way, hit Jack Besh in the helmet. And the other one that I saw was a dig route that I think he hit either um, – Jeray Jenkins on, but he he wasn't Jeray wasn't there Saturday. I mean, he wasn't dressed out. I don't believe. Uh, some some say that he was on the sideline, caught precautionary. Um, forget who he who he hit on that play. Um, but nevertheless, but Cole Taylor. So Chris Chris Hilton and Cole Taylor seems as if that they're really trying to get the tight end the ball. You remember when Steve Ensminger was coaching the tight ends before he officially went over to coaching quarterbacks. You remember when he was offensive coordinator, was still coaching tight ends, he made an emphasis to get the ball to Foster Moreau. Now, what we noticed was Foster Moreau actually wasn't that slow. Remember when he ran a 4-5 in the 40 at the combine? And they actually got him involved. Mike Denbrock coaching tight ends, I would very, I would find it very hard to believe that Jack Mashburn and Cole Taylor aren't going to be heavily involved from a patch-catching perspective. They have shown that they want to get Cole Taylor the football. I don't know if Cole Taylor's ready for that smoke. Let me say that again. I don't know if Cole Taylor's ready for that action. But there's there there isn't a a there is going to be an emphasis to get him the football. He's a big-body kid. He has a summer to work out. Get some get some weight on him. They're flexing him out wide. They're guys are putting him in the slot. By the way, that's what he played in high school. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you do if you give a six seven guy a jump ball? Now, LSU didn't give Cole Taylor a lot of chances to catch the football. Now, if you really think about it, the one time, and it was even <laughs> some people would believe that Max Johnson on the one uh, touchdown that Cole Taylor had was to Kayshawn Bouti. But Cole Taylor catches it and runs away from Mississippi State's defense, and we'll see it. Now, two guys ran ran into each other. But I think that he has the ability to do it. Now, a lot of people aren't being patient with Cole. And what I would say is this. Not everybody can come into a program and dominate. Going into his third year, let's see what he can do. Guys, he's got what he was. He was in here 2020, so it's technically um, a red shirt year, in theory, the COVID year. 
uh, played last year, so he's got three more years. He can he can have um, some change. He can have a lot of change physically and, and getting out in space. Uh, Kenny, so from an offensive philosophy, and Kenny, I like what he just says here. I like Jake. Uh, he says, I like Jake Flint. No disrespect to Tommy Moffitt, but it was time for a change. I agree with that. But from an offensive philosophy standpoint, spread attack, LSU has not shown as of yet to be putting the ball under center, although they have some a little. Uh, but I think it should show you what we've been talking about all offseason. RPOs, zone reads. Guys, every play to the running back, every play has a zone read concept behind it. Every one. Every single one. That goes for Miles Brennan. That goes for Garrett Nussmeyer. That goes for Jane Daniels. That goes for Walker Howard. They're going to have action on the backside of a play so the quarterback wants to pull it and throw it, pull it, take off, they can do so. What quarterback do you think that that benefits the most? Or quarterbacks? Or type of quarterback? Jaden Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard. It's not Miles Brennan. So, what LSU, what I've seen from Cincinnati a lot too, and, and from, and from Notre Dame. So, one thing that I have not mentioned a lot is this in watching film. Brian Kelly likes to hit a lot of quick dink and dunk passing in the beginning of a game. Get the quarterback in a rhythm. And then all of a sudden, once you get halfway through the first quarter, once you get midway through the second, they start opening that biatch up. Uh, And when I'm talking about opening up, I'm talking about legit NFL concepts from the wide receiver group. It's not just slants, hitches. I mean, they're doing rub routes, RPOs. That Stanford game was immaculately called and schemed up by Brian Kelly. Immaculate. Beautiful. I could make the argument that if you watched that Alabama game versus Cincinnati, there were multiple times that Mike Denbrock knew that he did not have the athletes that Alabama possessed. And he out-schemed Nick Saban and Pete Golden to a chance where if you have Chris Hilton, if you have Malik Neighbors, if you have Brian Thomas, if you have Kayshawn Booty for crying out damn loud, if you have that, guys, ball game. Let me say that again. Mike Denbrock schemed open and schemed up guys. I don't care that he had time to prepare. What do you think he's doing right now? Nick Saban's defense doesn't drastically change. Newsflash. Hey, wait for it. Newsflash. Nick Saban's defenses don't change that much. What do you think Mike Denbrock's ready to go and ready and doing? He schemed up. It, that defense for Alabama did not change in 2019 to 2020. Go pop in the film. If you don't know what you're looking at, come ask. So he schemed up and he had Alabama on the ropes. Desmond Ritter gets more time. If receivers catch t- the passes in the end zone, guys, we're looking at ball game. All right. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, God. 
Zach, do you see the comment from Crying Belly? Not trying to debate, just what I've seen. Now, what is he trying to say? Uh, Crying Belly says, kind of funny. The only video they showed of Miles Brennan was a sack. LMAO, the narrative is real. So Crying put me in a, de- in a thing today on uh, Twitter. Um, but Crying, here's the thing that you're ultimately forgetting. So Crying put me in a thing on Twitter today saying, the media's running a narrative that Miles Brennan's number two. Basically. The narrative's real, Blake. It's your fault. Not the jelly bean buttons. Do you know the muffin man? Yes, the muffin man. We can't control if Jane Daniels is running with the ones, big guy. We can't control... What Brian Kelly gives access and doesn't give access to. We can't control that they win the portal and got another quarterback. We can't control Miles Brennan confirming his accident last season. We can't control what's go- what the media sees. What narrative do you want them to push? Because LSU, you want to talk about narrative, the only thing LSU's pushing right now is Miles Brennan. Go look at the video today. Is there a video of Jane Daniels from either media or LSU? There's not. What narrative are you talking about? See, this is the misconceptions that everybody continues to want to believe. Lies. All right. Let's do this, Zachy. Let's get to a very quick break. Um, Before we get to our commercials, got to talk about my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937. 7220. It's 225-937-7220. He's going to be out of the Rufino house not too long doing our uh, landscaping. Guys, I got to tell you, the only person I trust is Richie. This process with him has been absolutely fantastic. 225-937-7220. Let him know that your good friend Blake Rufino over at AYS sent you on by. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com, and we'll be uh, talking some LSU baseball and continuing the football conversation. Put your conspiracy and sports inside the chat. Any questions or thoughts you have, put them inside the Rudy Crew chat right now. So let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 
Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Every time I'm going to continue to say it until it just becomes natural, Zach, I love those goddamn commercials. Whoo! Does it help a brother out or what? Uh, Craig Schilling firing inside the chat. Zach, have you seen any of these? The sports conspiracies. Fire them inside the chat. Uh, but he says Craig Schilling, or Craig Schilling says hashtag sports conspiracy. NCAA tournament officials making favorable calls for Duke so Coach K can end up with a natty. That was mine. Craig took, Craig took mine. I fully believe that they wanted a UNC-Duke uh, rematch. Like, I, I fully believe it. But I will say this. The only thing that's not a conspiracy theory to me is sports is very chalky, right? Meaning, and what do I mean by chalky? You have, in football, you have uh, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, uh, 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 Clemson, like those are normally your teams that end up in the playoff, right? Kind of funny how the Final Four ended. Kansas, oh, was it Kansas? Uh, UNC, Duke, Villanova. I, I mean, all of them were blue. By the way, that's another conspiracy. The NCAA logo is blue. So is all the teams in the Final Four. It's rigged. <laughs> I agree. I agree with our good friend Craig Schilling. Uh, Zach, what else you got for us? Uh, any more conspiracies on here? Uh, let's see. Carl Dunn says not wearing a tinfoil hat. Hashtag conspiracy. Hey, by the way, by the way, I saw Carl the Cat Dunn getting down this weekend, though, y'all. Carl the Cat was making things happen, bro. He was making things happen. Look, we talked about this last night in the post game. Okay, huge series win for LSU. Huge series win at taking down Florida. Can they build on it? Now, Devin Fontenot starting tomorrow, I believe. Um, Zach, is that confirmed? If if so, uh, I like Fontenot starting. I don't like him coming out of the pen really. Um, he can, he, he's done some good things, but let's see. Let's see if Fontenot can find a role for him. But, man, did they, you know, the bullpen looked good. The bullpen was sharp. It sinks that you lost the Friday night game, but you responded very well. Very, very, very well. Um, very, very, very well. Uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Blake, which LSU quarterback do you think is most concerning to SEC West teams? Joe's Burrow's most unappreciated skill was his ability to avoid the rush. 
and make plays happen with his feet uh, to see Bama and the, the Bama game in 2019. Let me say this. The most fearing um, quarterback on the roster right now, now it might not be for this season, is Walker Howard. I, I mean, that would be the quarterback that I feared the most, right? Like, <laughs> no question whatsoever, Walker Howard is the quarterback that I fear the most. Um, however... For this season, and the offense that LSU is going to run, it's Jaden Daniels. I was at, I, I've talked about this, this so much before. I was at a coach's convention. Uh, yes, I'm not a coach, but <laughs> somebody let me come, come with them. Uh, but there was a coach's convention, and Nick Saban spoke. And Saban talked about that he would rather somebody throw for eight like and it was something ridiculous like 580 yards on him then have a quarterback scramble out of the pocket and there's nothing that they can do about it um I agree with him I agree uh Zach if we have any more of these conspiracies in sports uh fire them in there uh for us um Ant Marshall says sports conspiracy the same guy who had Ray Lewis suit is a person who cut the lights off during the Super Bowl so the Ravens could come back. I, I mean, that is that is what you call a conspiracy right there. <laughs> Damn, dog. Mm. I heard it was New Orleans Police Department uh, guy that tripped over a wire um, when he was walking and he tripped over something. Um, but we'll see what's another, uh, here's one, uh, Chris Barnhill says sports conspiracy last night seen at the Oscars was staged to set up a pay-per-view between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Um, I think it's funny that he would go after a family member of Dwayne Johnson. Um, I think it's funny. He would go after Chris Rock's cousin, the. Um, I still think it's staged. If you look at Chris Rock, he's kind of like doing like this, you know, like tensing up, like he's about to get patty smacked. No pause. Yeah, I believe it's staged. That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. Uh, the golden boot pod, Pooh Bear, uh, Daniel, Ant, Chris. They had a pretty, really damn good episode uh, last night, aired today. Y'all should go check it out. But he says, hashtag sports conspiracy theory. Angels in the outfield was based on a true story. Huh. Pooh Bear, what story? Or what what true event? Because me me and, uh, and Father Matthew A. Bear, who is an active listener of the show, are going to have to have questions if it was a team that I don't root for. Like, say, bro, can you can you tell my can you tell Jesus a little something something for me? Like, and we got Reagan on Tigers Avenue podcast. You know, they're going on live after our show. What team was it, Pooh Bear? That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Brian Champagne says conspiracy sports, but he's OBJ. Am I the only person that sees that? OBJ, conspiracy theory, OBJ. Zach, do you see that? In the comment, you see it says OBJ, like right here. There's a little box that says OBJ, or am I going crazy? Maybe it's just my computer. 
Uh, but it says conspiracy in sports. Seahawks loses the game because they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to win the MVP. That's a that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Um, Darren says the ratings grab Rock Smith with stage 110%. Oscar's ratings suck to begin with. They begin to boost somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff says, hashtag sports conspiracy. In 2011, the committee passed on Oklahoma State uh, to let Saban win another title. Um, mm. Oklahoma State lost, though, man. I mean, look, as much as I hate it, Jeff, the two best teams were in that game. All right, let's get to one more. Let's get to one more, and then we'll get into some more LSU stuff. Uh, Rick says, sport, hashtag sports conspiracy. Zach played Smalls and Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls, with the typo. I could see that. And, and, and he wore the long bill. You, you remember when Smalls wore the long bill? His, like, the pastor hat, the pastor fishing hat. That was 1,000% Zach. Long bill hat wearing. Zachary Lee. I fully believe I fully believe it. I fully believe it. Fully, fully, fully believe it. Mm. Zachy, I gotta tell you, man. I gotta tell you. It's not looking good for you right now, Smalls. You know what we're gonna have to do, Zach? I'm gonna have to get a button I can press like, you're killing me, Smalls. We'll do that. All right, I lied. Last one. Travis Dyson. What's up, Travis? Oh, I'm clipping this. I'm clipping this one. I'm clipping it. Travis is always clowning on somebody, so it's time for me to clown on Travis. Just joking, dog. Chill, relax. Chill, relax. Get you some Gramco. Gramco.com, AYS promo code, AYS25. Thegramco.com. But he says, hashtag conspiracy theories, Daniels intentionally throwed an interception for every touchdown to throw the college football world off, and now Saban is terrified. See? You see what you see what he does there? He's a big Miles Brennan fan. Big, big Miles Brennan fan. All right. Fire inside uh, uh, some thoughts here. Um, huge week. We got day three tomorrow. Day three tomorrow of um, LSU football spring camp. Oh, I want to say this before I bring Zach in here because we got about four or five minutes. The New Orleans Saints got to make a move. The Saints have to make a move. If you haven't been watching it, they cleared all the, you know, how have you not been watching it? But just in case you haven't, the Saints cleared a lot of cap room to get Deshaun Watson. Newsflash, as everybody knows, they didn't get Deshaun Watson. But they bring in Jameis Winston. Jameis says he's ready to go. Jameis is saying all the right things. Now, if you missed my clip on Jameis Winston when he came back, I highly urge you go watch it. Jameis did not play bad last season at all. Go back and look at it. I actually think I have the stats here. Five TDs against the Packers, four, 14 for 20. 19 of 35, 222 yards against Seattle with a touchdown. Had a run, had eight rushes for 40 yards. Uh, ran to the one-yard line for you to win that football game. Uh, 74% completion percentage against the Patriots, 226 yards a touchdown. Uh, Washington, which was his, probably his worst game, went 15 of 30, 279 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. 
a long bomb to Deontay Harris or Deontay Hardy, whatever you want to call it. Look, Jameis played decent last season. He played above average. If you want to win, you got to go get him weapons. Stop with the BS. Stop with the, you know, the, the oh, we think this guy that we picked up on the practice squad is going to go do good. If you're planning and anticipating Chris Olave from Ohio State to be there at, at 18, I don't know what to tell you. There's some good receivers in this in this class. You're going to have to start going outside of the offensive line. And I know that you got to do big things up front. But you you draft Marcus Davenport a couple seasons ago. You have Cam Jordan. Then you draft Peyton Turner. you got to go get an offensive weapon. If Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended six to eight games, you can't leave Jameis out there on an island. Oh my God! It's Jameis's fault when you when when Alvin Kamara does not have a rushing or a season where he rushes over a thousand yards. Now again, he catches the ball a lot out of the backfield. You gotta help Jameis Winston out. You got the best quarterback of all time coming out here, wanting to be traded and getting. You know now I think Tom Brady's going after uh, uh, Julio Jones, right? Like that's his big thing right now is going after Julio. The Tampa Bay Bucks are putting their money where their mouth is, is going and winning for Tom. Do the same shit for Jameis. That's the one thing in sports, talking about conspiracy in sports, that drives me bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. Go help your go help your quarterback out. Stop with the bullshit. There's nothing more in sports that makes me more pissed off than you not going and getting weapons. You don't want to protect him. You let Tyron Armstead walk. Well, Blake, what about the money? What about this? You got to get the man weapons. You would never allow this to happen under Drew. You went and got pieces for him every single year. Go get him pieces. For Christ's sakes. All right. Nothing pisses me off more. Nothing. I get you got to build, and sometimes your roster can be bad. But you kick the can down the road so many years. You better pray to God. You better pray to sweet baby Jesus above. Oh, dear God. Dear seven-pound, eight-ounce, sweet baby Jesus above. You better pray. All right, let's bring Zachy in here. Zachy, you ready? Hopefully the stream doesn't uh, 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 stop on old Zachy like it has been. Zachy, y'all, how- y'all pray. Y'all send some praying hands in the comments. <laughs> so, Zachy, how are you tonight? What's going on, brother? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, so you got a big show following AYS. Yes, uh, big so- brand new segment that we're excited about. Okay. Tell all the people where they can find you. If you don't know, this is our uh, producer, Zach Lee. Zach, um, you're fired up for tonight. You ready to go? Man, I am. I'm ready to go. Man, y'all can find us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Tigers Avenue. Just search Tigers Avenue. You'll see my ugly face and my brother's ugly face up there. And y'all can subscribe. Of course, we're on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, all that good stuff at Tigers Avenue. Zach, very quickly, because we're we're coming up on the break, because y'all got to get started at eight. 
Uh, anything said tonight in about a minute, minute and a half that uh, really stuck out to you from the show and want and, and to dive deep in? And I'm sure y'all will talk about it in your show in just a minute. Yeah, we, we had a comment sent in to the show asking about a sleeper. Uh, one of the, the sleepers for me is Kyron Lacey. You've seen a lot of footage, spring practice footage of him in, in, in reps, getting a lot of reps. Uh, and so I'm excited. If y'all don't know, he is number 16. Uh, you know, he, he is taking Devontae Lee's old number. So number 16, if you see him out there, that is Kyron Lacey. Um, he's gotten some reps at wide receiver. So I'm excited to see what he can do after LSU brought him in via the transfer portal. Nothing going to baseball. I'm excited to see what Devin Fontenot can do as a starter. You know, they talked a lot about him being a starter, potentially coming into the season. And now we get to see that here in the midweek. So I'm excited to see that. I, I want to see the, this baseball team play some more games. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, awesome. Fantastic. I mean, they just beat them like a drum. They did They did slap Florida around like Will, Will Smith did with Chris Rock. And so that was really exciting and encouraging, but I want to see it continue and see some more consistency with this baseball team. That's Zach Lee. I'm Blake Rafino. We'll see you guys again, not tomorrow. We have the baseball game, uh, but we'll try to get back Wednesday as I think Mike Jones will be joining us. So it's going to be a fun show. Until then, boys and girls, we'll see y'all soon. You guys have a good night and peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.